Hey guys, this is Pastor B. Um, listen, what does it mean to be new in Christ? Is there um, a process to go from being old to being new? Can I settle for where I am and still be considered a new creation? Well, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about why settling is not as good as you think it is. And whenever we claim to be new, there's things we got to let go so thank you guys for listening to the episode if you made it this far that means you're going to hear and what the next 15 minutes will entail and so i'm going to move out the way so we can start that right now all right here we go Hello and welcome to another episode of the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I am your host, Pastor B. I thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I believe that this is going to be the best 15 minutes of your day because real change happens 15 minutes at a time. So again, thank you so much for tuning into uh, today's episode. So um, I was looking at scripture it's one that we all know it's a very um, familiar scripture in the second corinthians 5 and 17 it says therefore if anyone is in christ <clears throat> he is a new creature <clears throat> or a new creation the old has passed away well hold the new has come um you know the king james um says you know all things have passed away, right? And behold, all things are new. And I think about what does it mean to be new in Christ? Um, does it mean that I should not strive to be better? Does it mean that... Um, Everything in the past is behind me and I have everything to look forward to in the future to where there's no references to the past. Is it a clean slate, a clean break from from my past? And I think what's interesting about this scripture is that um, being new in Christ is as much as a reality in my spirit, as well as a truth in my mind. Um, because when I think about something that's brand new, um, it is, um, it has a different purpose. It has a, um, a renewed sense of, of a direction, right? Um, whenever we were dead to our sin, Right. Um, whenever we were consumed with with our our flesh, consumed with um, our own desires that were opposite of the will of God, what we didn't realize was that path of life. It led to a spiritual death. Even while we were enjoying ourselves, um, and you know, in the moment and thinking that everything was great. We were separated from God. And because we were separated from God, our death is inevitable. 
excuse me, spiritually, we're already dead, right? Um, and so by us choosing Jesus as Lord and Savior, he gives us new life. He gives us not only everlasting life, but a life that we can live here on earth that's free from the shackles of um, of the bond, bondages of sin. And so it says that if any man be in Christ who um, settles their hearts and their minds to be like Christ, who takes on the mind of Christ that we have um, and, and allows our, um, our mind to be transformed each and every day. Um, whenever we are new in Christ, then our behaviors change, um, the way we think change, um, the motives of our heart should change, right? So instead of me wanting to, um, you know, hurt people, trick people, um, lie, you know, those were my natural first instincts prior to me giving my life to God. But once I've done that, I no longer have those selfish motives. My primary aim and my primary goal is to live for him, right? Um, and so he makes me a new creation. He creates in me this new heart. In Jeremiah chapter uh, 31, it talks about how um, the Lord promised that he would put a new heart in, um, in his people and that he would change out that heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh, one that can be molded, one that can be stretched, one that's not stubborn and naturally resistant to everything that the Lord wants to do, right? And so this is one of the reasons why he created a, a new heart and why, why he says that he would give us a new heart instead of just improving the old, the old dirty heart, right? Um, because this heart that was previously um, attached to the world and, and in love with worldly pleasures and sins, this heart isn't capable of um, loving God the way the Lord desires, right? Um, the law kept us in bounds. It told us what sin was, um, but the law in itself couldn't save us. The law in itself couldn't keep us from doing wrong. It was almost as if the more um, that you acknowledge what a sin was, the more our um, wicked heart um, desired to do those sins. Right? Jeremiah says as well that um, the heart is desperately wicked. Right? Who can know it? Um, if we're not connected to the Lord, um, our hearts can do. Um, unthinkable things, right? We can conjure up in our mind some of the most uh, despicable things to do um, if there's no um, guard for our heart. If 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 we don't have the spirit of God, um, we can do pretty much anything, uh, positive and, and negative, right? And so that's why I believe that a new heart was needed is because the old way of... Um, resting solely in the law, but not having any inward motivation to change um, who we are and to uh, dictate what we do, it just didn't work, right? And so now that I have this new uh, heart, now that I'm a new, a new creation, 
there's a couple of other realities that I have to take advantage of as well. It says that old things have passed away. There are some things that um, have to be put to death, and there are some things that we need to leave dead, right? Um, you know, the the first instinct of fleshly desire, we should succumb to that, or not succumb to that, rather, um, and let the Holy Spirit lead us. Because if, you know, whenever we are now new in Christ, our first instinct isn't to, to gratify those. It is to submit to God, is to pray, is to love him, and is to do what he wants us to do. And so every day we have to constantly submit to the Lord. Every morning, submit to him, submit to him, submit to him. Because like I've said previously, this old flesh of ours wants to do everything against the will of God. And so we have to put that to bed we have to, uh, you know, crucify our flesh every day um, by rising in power and um, um, reminding ourselves who we are in Christ. We're new creatures. Um, those old things, they no longer have the power over us, right? When Jesus died on the cross and rose from the, from the dead, he gave us power over sin. Um, every day we have an opportunity to be more and more like Christ. Um, and so... Because of that, again, it's a new desire. I have a desire now to be like Christ instead of it not even mattering because I'm so comfortable doing what I was doing previously, right? Um, and so <clears throat> once we acknowledge that this old life, this old desire that used to rule and control me, I now have a higher power. I'm a, the spirit of God who has dominion and power over over sin and death, then now what I need to do is I need to um, rehearse the newness, right? Everything now is new. All those old things are dead. And my future and my life in God is new. So I need to embrace that. I need to um, seek God and have him show me what this new life looks like. Lord, what does it mean for me to follow you? What does it mean for me to submit to you? Um, what does your word say about me? Um, because you know me um, from the very foundation of the world. You created me and you purposed me according to Jeremiah 1, right? And so, you know, it's really a, um, a new investigation into who God originally designed you to be. And it's a journey that you don't have to take on your own. This isn't a journey um, of new discovery that I hold the keys to. I know the map. I know the layout. I know exactly where I'm going. Because when I tell you discovering who you are in God and as you grow in him, it is something, it is very rewarding because a lot of times I believe we don't always see ourselves the way God sees us. I was literally on the call today. Um, and my uh, spiritual father said, we ought to um, tell ourselves what the Lord sees in us versus how we see ourselves. And the only way for us to do that is to um, navigate his word, seek his face and say, Lord, who am I? Who did you create me to be? Who did you um, 
established me to be in this earth? What's my purpose? What's my, you know, why am I here? Because we all have, but we all have it, right? Um, and so I'm new and improved, right? I'm not just trying to be better. Being better is not a bad thing. But the question we always have to ask ourselves is, whose measurement am I using? Am I using my own measurement um, and am I comparing myself to other people? And is that the benchmark that I'm trying to make? Am, am I trying to be better than my neighbor? Um, because if I'm trying to be better than my neighbor, then I see my, my neighbor as less than God sees them, right? And so I'm using the wrong measuring stick. But to embrace the newness of God means I'm not really worried about what other people think. I'm not really even worrying about what other people do. I am embracing this newness in who he made me, who he created me to be, and what he has destined for me in, in this life. And so that's that's why we can, you know, fully, fully um, submit to him because he has everything that we need. So let's make sure that we see ourselves better that we hear the voice of God. Because one of the things I think that's really going to help um, your walk with God is that you quiet the voices of the people who have tried to tell you who you are, who have tried to box you into um, a lower limit of who God created you to be. Um, there will always be people who think um, that you don't um, deserve the, um, the goodness of God. There's there's always going to be people uh, who will hate you simply because in your following of the Lord, your life is better from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint. And there are things that they used to say they used to get on your nerves. And now it doesn't even really bother you anymore because you've been rehearsing who God has called you to be. And it doesn't matter now what these other people say. It doesn't have nowhere near as much value as it used to, right? And that's the step. That's the step is know that God cherishes you. He loves you. He loves us. Um, and what he says carries more weight than anybody else, all right? So that's all I got for today. Um, I do want to thank you guys so much for uh, listening to today's podcast. Of course, this episode is available everywhere that podcasts can be found. Um, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you got, wherever you listen to it, you can find us there. And remember, um, check out my show notes. Um, there you have an opportunity to join the Unity community um, and become a monthly subscriber for a minimum of $3 a month. So um, check out the show notes and the information is available there to see how you can support the show. So until next time, y'all have a great day and we'll see you when we see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. All episodes are available everywhere where podcasts can be found. Make sure that you like the show Download and subscribe so you won't miss out on any of the future episodes. Remember, real change happens between Sundays. Talk to you soon.